Exira EHK will have a vacancy for a head football coach. The school board on Monday approved the resignation of Tom Peterson. Peterson held the post ever since the program formed in 2009 and prior to that coached four years for the Exira Vikings. He says after many years of putting in a lot of time, it's now time to put his own family first. Oh, there's uh, multiple reasons. Uh, you know, uh, 18 years is how long I've been doing it. And, um, you know, when you're when you're coaching football, uh, it's going to consume a lot of your time that you get uh, to, number one, spend with your family. Um, and for the first time, I think I'm going to uh, I'm going to start to put my my uh, my family. A lot of success in the Peterson's time, especially since the Spartans went to eight player football, made two trips to the Unidome, including a state runner up in 2013. They've gone 75 and 36 as an eight player program. He was asked what he'll remember the most. I had a blast with a lot of these kids, and you know, you just to see them, they start off as boys and leave as men, and um, you know, that's kind of what uh, it's kind of what went on through those 18 years. He'll give up his football coaching role, but he is going to continue to coach girls basketball. He's also been involved with the golf program and serves as the school's activities director. The Atlantic girls basketball team held off Denison Sleswig's second half rally and defeated the Monarchs 57 to 49 at Denison on Tuesday night. The last time the Trojans stopped Denison Sleswig was in 2016. Tom Robinson reports. Three players scored a double figures for the Trojans. Peyton Harder led the visitors with 18 points. Maddie Richter came off the bench and contributed 14. And Jada Jensen scored 13. Olivia Meyer led the home team with 13. Candace Schultz, 8. And Whitley Allen finished the game with 7. The Trojans fell behind early in the first quarter until sophomore Maddie Richter came off the bench and knocked down two three-point baskets, boosting her team to a 12-10 first quarter lead. Oh, they were huge. And, you know, we know she can shoot. Their coach knew she could shoot. Um, you know, that that's just how it is. got to have players hit shots, and we know that she can do it. She does it in practice. She's done it in scrimmages, and now she's doing it in games. Atlantic head coach Dan Vargason. The Trojans broke out to an 11-2 run in the second quarter, spurred by Jada Jensen and Maddie Huddleston's three-point baskets. Richter's two field goals and two for two for the free throw line. Besides the Trojans scoring prowess, they put their foot on the throttle with pressure defense. Yeah, well, the biggest thing was just the one, two, two started to be a little more effective. You know, it's one of those things where early on teams can pick it apart. And then, uh, you know, if you run it well long enough, they start to have breakdowns. Uh, you know, I thought our conditioning was a big advantage in that second quarter. Um, and then we finished. We were getting to the rim. We weren't settling for jumpers. We were getting into the paint. Uh, first quarter, we were shooting way too many outside shots. We knew that if we were going to beat this team, we couldn't settle for that. That's why they pack it in. And the Trojans led 33-20 at the break and opened up a 42-25 lead in the second half, only to see that lead whittle away to three points midway through the fourth quarter. The Monarchs went on a tear offensively, hitting four three-point baskets in the third frame and three more in the final stanza. Schultz and Meyer hit two from behind the arc, and Madison Edmond, Claire Leinen, and Whitley Allen had dropped the other three long-range bombs. Yeah, I don't think they missed for about 10 minutes. It didn't matter, hand in the face. One girl, I think she was about four feet behind the line, and launched it, and somehow it went in. Uh, you know, it was one of those things where you're on the road in the Hawkeye 10. Um, it, it's hard to win, and, and this is a team that's had our number. 
Carolson and Aubrey Geyer sank two free throws down the stretch to keep the home team at arm's length and push their lead to 57-49. to But you know, when the, when the gym got lit up here, their fans went crazy. They were hitting threes. Our girls didn't let that bother them. We all kept our composure. Next up for the Trojans is a home game against non-conference opponent ACGC on Tuesday, November 29th. The Monarchs host OABCIG. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. Cam got a win over AHSTW, 58-43. Eva Stephenson had 12 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, and 4 steals. Kira Nichols had 12 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, and a couple of steals. It was Meredith Rich and Reese Snyder each scoring 11 points. Cam led by 6 going to the 4th quarter and then outscored the Lady Vikes 17-8 in the final frame. Delaney Gotshorn led AHSTW with 20 points. Trainer 48 to 44 over Harlan. Clara Tigland led the Cardinals with 11 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 steals. Nora Cones had 8 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 steals. For Harlan, it was Erica Rust with 16 points and 11 rebounds. Aubrey Suizo scored a 10 points, but Harlan made just 2 of 19 from 3 point range. Riverside and the SWAT Valkyrie each competed at the Fort Dodge East-West Dual Tournament on Tuesday night. It was Riverside getting a win over Anamosa, 37-36. For SWAT, their lone victory came against Central Community, 45-24. Riverside led by Danica Figgenbutz with a couple of pins, and Macy Woods had one for SWAT. Grace Britton registered two pins, as did Maddie McCoy. Addie Lundquist had multiple falls on the night. Evie Marlin posted a decision victory. Also, Haley Armstrong had one pin on the evening for SWAT Wrestling. Coming up tomorrow on KSOM, it's Iowa State men's basketball heading to Portland for the Phil Knight Invitational. They'll play at 2.30 against Villanova. Here's Coach T.J. Otzelberger. For our group, this is a great challenge. It's a great opportunity uh, to go out and play um, you know, a program like Villanova. Uh, that's you know we've got a lot of respect for their program and how they do things and you know we're going to do everything we can to be at our best and so that starts with our preparation leading into it and the opportunity we have in front of us Thursday and uh, we've got a lot of confidence in our guys Um, that's why you know we like to have these type of opportunities uh, to go play a program like Villanova and uh, we'll see where it goes from there so um, you know whatever anybody else thinks of us uh, or, or how they perceive us we don't put a whole lot of time into that we just stay, you know, with our daily habits, uh, doing what we do, and, and build our confidence from our process. That audio is courtesy of Cyclones.tv. Pre-game coverage tomorrow on KSOM starts at 1.30 p.m. That's sports. I'm Bennett Blake.